Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Ajara Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Happy Tuesday. I think we're on right now. Sorry, my days are all kind of blending and gelling together, but I think we're on a Tuesday right now. Happy Tuesday, everybody. I'm Austin Lane. Action Sports Jackson, ESPN 690. Joined by my man Kuz, pushing the right buttons. Co-host Brett Martineau will be here in a second. And, you know, I'm really going to wait to get in to really the breaking story of the day right now until Brent gets here. But Tiger Woods, you know, a guy who I think we were kind of on the fence about, is he going to play in the Players' Championship here in a couple weeks here in, you know, in Ponte Vedra, obviously in Jacksonville. It's an event that we cover, and, um, you know, we enjoy doing that. Is Tiger Woods going to be playing at the Players? And obviously now with this latest development of, of him uh, being in a pretty um, bad car accident here, or, uh, or I guess he's, it's an SUV. I can't really tell, man, because the picture is – I'm seeing a picture right now by Albert Breer and Adam Schefter, and it looks pretty gnarly. Um, yeah, they had to use the uh, the jaws of life the jaws to get him of out life. of the car. Yeah, no, it was a single car accident um, outside of L.A. Um, Tiger Woods has he's okay, but he sustained multiple leg injuries, and I guess he's on his way to getting surgery right now. So, most importantly, it seems like he's going to be okay. No, it's a, it's a severe wreck, and as more news breaks about it, we'll be sure to let you guys know. Um, but it seems like he's okay. He's going to surgery, but you have to question the, the leg injury because any time that you wreck your leg like that and that you need surgery like ASAP, that is not a good sign. So obviously the players is out of the question, but more importantly, what does this mean for Tiger's career, right? Because this guy's been up and down. Um, he's gone through his trials and tribulations. He's come back. He's won the green jacket. And you would hate to see the the book on Tiger end with something like this. So, Brent, what do you think about everything that's transpiring right now? Well, well welcome, I think the, the good way. news is, uh, although I see the statement, it doesn't say non-life-threatening injuries, but it looks like uh, there are references to leg injuries. So I think that's a that's a plus, of course. Um, you know, if you're referring to multiple leg injuries, then obviously he, he's no danger of. But I was you know, like I was saying standpoint. though. I mean, when you have surgery right away, though, that's not a good sign. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. listen, I don't know what all that means other than, I mean, I think there are going to be reports and and whatever multiple leg injuries means. Does that mean broken legs? Does that mean what? Uh, you can rule out golf for yeah. <laughs> for a bit. Uh, that's that's obviously a side story, but of course, when it comes to Tiger Woods, it's also a curiosity. There was already one because he had just back surgery. You also wonder what this does to his back. Mm-hmm. You know what else is hurting in there? There's a lot of speculation coming off his appearance at uh, the golf tournament this past weekend, and it wasn't that. Uh, he played, but he was there to obviously host the event, give out the trophy, talk to Jim Nance on uh, the broadcast on CBS. And I, I didn't really pay too close attention to everybody talking about it at the time, but now it's coming back up. Uh, you know, I, I kind of referenced on TV when I heard Tiger talking about, like, even the Masters 
uh, being in jeopardy potentially. We did that on Action Sports Jacks primetime, and I referenced it. It almost sounded like he had his allergy stuff going because he's a big allergy guy. You know? sure. And he's got that, and his face looked kind of puffy. And then people – then uh, I, I saw a little bit of this, not a lot, but maybe it was all over the place, people speculating, like, Tiger doesn't look that good. Mm-hmm. And then now what are we, Tuesday – out in California time Tuesday morning when this occurs because it was about seven something on Tuesday this morning. Yeah. Now people are going back to that video. Tiger didn't look good. Obviously the history. Uh, so there's going to be a lot out there in terms of speculation and, and what this is. But all we really know right now is that was a pretty nasty looking crash. You, you saw the pictures. Of course, yeah. Uh, Kuz is saying that he used the jaws of life to get him out of there. Yeah. So. And, I mean, basically his car, if you haven't seen the pictures, his vehicle is on the side of a hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, some looks like some 25, 30, 40 feet away from the road. So obviously quite a tumble. is a single car uh, wreck. And... The latest from his agent, uh, Mark Steinberg, uh, is this quote. Uh, Tiger Woods was in a single-car accident this morning in California, suffered multiple leg injuries. He's currently in surgery. We thank you for your privacy and support. And I would as- expect that's all we're going to get out of the Tiger Woods situation now Sure. for the next however many hours, day, whatever else that means. But <clears throat> pretty shocking news uh, coming in here just uh, a little bit ago to see that story and it, I just hesitate to say, okay, why, what? I mean, it could just be a wreck, <laughs> you know? I mean, it could yeah. just be a bad bad car accident. Um, but I think a lot of people now will speculate what does it mean, what what was going on, why a crash of that magnitude. Um, I mean, it could be simply lost control of the car. It could be simply texting and driving. It could be a myriad of things. Uh, we're not going to know those things uh, for quite some time, but... Uh, we do know this. Tiger Woods with multiple leg injuries in surgery most likely means no golf for quite some time. And now we just hope uh, it's not anything more serious in terms of the leg injuries. And that's it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, listen, that it would be a horrible like I just said, I mean, it would be a horrible way uh, to close the book on Tiger Woods. Um, uh, from this accident. And that's it. I mean, and listen, like uh, it's golf, right? So, like, it's not the most physical, demanding sport out there. But at the same time, this is a guy who's dealt with a, a myriad of, of injuries and everything. And now this is going to obviously add to it in the rehab time and things like that. Um, what, what, you know, you just got to stay tuned and see what happens with Tiger here. But I get what you're saying as well. I mean, there, there's going to be the people out there that are going to speculate this thing because there is a history to this, right? Whether it's it was the, the pain pills of getting arrested and, um, you know, there's going to be rumors, there's going to be hearsay out there. But obviously, I'm just going to reserve my thoughts and reserve my judgments until the whole story comes out, which, you know, let's be honest, in a, in a world like today, usually the true story at least – Fractures of the, of the true story do come out. Yeah, it's interesting. Now you look at uh, there's a lot of video coming out now. Some pictures of where the car is and, and where the investigation is. Uh, obviously, Tiger Woods is already you know taken to the hospital in surgery according to his agent. But now you're seeing helicopters and flights um, out of California starting to look at the scene. Mm-hmm. And a car traveled quite a long way uh, is really the story right now. And it's not necessarily a hill, by the way. It's right off the road and then a grassy area. So it looked like a hill from some of the pictures I saw, but that's not necessarily the case, at least from this latest video that I'm seeing. Uh, and also, I have no idea about California roads, wherever this is as well. But there are four lanes separated by a median. And 
I think, at least from the you tell you tell me, but if you think that, it looks like he was probably going one way, had to go across two lanes on the opposite side of the road to end up where he ended up. I got yeah yeah so yeah. I mean talk, we're talking yeah. about so, someone who totally lost control of the vehicle sure. uh, most likely and and um, obviously now Tiger Woods in the in the hospital in surgery multiple leg injuries is all we know and uh, dominating story now all across the globe really uh, with the uh, global icon of uh, Tiger Woods. Uh, where this next couple of weeks was really more, is he going to play in the Players' Championship? Is he going to get ready for Augusta and the Masters? Uh, where is he at? Where's his game at? Coming off back surgery. And that was a whole different kind of questions. Uh, and, and that is, first of all, how's he doing? Um, what, what kind of injuries does he have in addition to these leg injuries? If any, will he play golf again? Does he have more issues now to contend with, um, more personal demons to contend with? Are, are these reoccurring issues? These are all questions that will be asked and, and like I said, uh, not really well, answered for quite some time. And then I'll say this, too, and I don't know the details of the accident and things like that, but... Um, I think he's, according to the pictures and just what we've kind of been speculating, he is lucky to be alive. Well, that's a good and point. one would assume that he's probably wearing a seatbelt, hopefully, because I don't know if somebody survives that accident um, with that much damage without wearing their seatbelt. So, I mean, that is the positive of a really bad situation. That's a good point. Uh, that's, a, that's a very good point, really. Uh, and I, I that could have been... I don't know what worse is because we don't know exactly what's wrong with him or, or what he's dealing with or what kind of surgeries he's having. But you're right. Uh, you know, it, just living through this right now at this stage, it, it actually uh, will bring back and for golf historians, you know, Tiger always gets put in the in the relative to history books. Right. He's iconic mm-hmm. yeah, across all sports. He obviously in golf is. One might argue the greatest of all time, although Jack still holds that record, and so you can make the case for Jack Nicholas as the greatest of all time. He has records that will never be broken, Tiger Woods. He's had stretches of golf that were, are just the best golf that's ever been played. I just watched a lot of it on Sunday. In fact, the Golf Channel had it on after some of his golf coverage, and I just kept it on, and they were playing every win of Tiger's career, mm-hmm. and they were playing the, the grand sl- the Tiger Slam and going all the way back uh, to the early 2000s. So I was just watching all this. But when you think of car accidents and especially golf and legends in golf, you think of Ben Hogan. And Ben Hogan, you know, real big golf fans will know that suffered a, like, catastrophic uh, injuries. And, well, I don't guess catastrophic isn't the word because he ended up playing back, coming back and playing golf. But he, the story is it was a massive car accident and one that people were surprised that he even bounced back from. And he mm-hmm. did. Uh, so that kind of came to my mind today, too. I mean, Ben Hogan way back in the day, car accident, golf, all those things. And uh, it's too early to talk about, well, will Tiger even come back from this and play golf again and all that stuff? But that's what then will follow is come some more comparisons to a, to a guy like Ben Hogan just in the car accident incident. Uh, but for now, this is so fresh and new. We're just not going to know much. Again, the latest is uh, Tiger Woods in a looks to be a pretty bad car accident out in California. A single car crash. His agent says uh, multiple leg injuries in surgery now. And that's it. 
Uh, I was a little surprised to not hear non-life-threatening injuries or anything like that. So we don't know anything but multiple leg injuries in surgery. That's uh, going to dominate uh, uh, your Twitter feed, your Facebook feed, your newscasts all over the globe today, Uh, not just here in Jacksonville. But uh, it's no doubt the biggest story. The biggest story, though, with not a lot of information. That's all we have. No, for sure. And listen, and once again, I understand that it's non-life-threatening right now, but I'm reminded of... Well, we think it is. Yeah, well, that's that's what's being reported, but... Um, I'm reminded of like Zach Miller um, and Alex Smith, you know, but more specifically Zach Miller. Well, at the time when he had his gruesome injury in New Orleans um, taking place after, you know, a, a catch in the end zone, you know, he comes down. I think it was like a compound fracture, they said. But, you know, Zach never got to play football again after that. You know, I mean, first it was just a battle just to get his leg back to yeah. even working again because he almost lost it with an infection. But then the fact that, you know, he wasn't able to, to play football. And, uh, and once again, I'll repeat myself. I understand that golf is not as physical and, um, f- you know, physically demanding as, uh, you know, f- football is. But, like, listen, I mean – it still requires athleticism. It still requires strength, power, all that stuff. Uh, so hopefully, you know, there's no complications with the surgery coming up. But once again, we'll probably have more information later on in the show. Yeah. So uh, we'll keep you posted on the latest on that. Uh, it is obviously a huge story. You know, these stories are just like, oh, wow. It's hard to even wrap your your arms around it for a moment. Right? I mean, we just did this a year ago in a totally, obviously, in a more devastating way, at least at the moment. And, and that was Kobe Bryant. And that helic, I mean, you, you just you're like, whoa. And when you see the guys, you just see these, the stars in general, right? Music stars, actors, big names. It's just like, whoa, because the reason why you do this in these kind of situations, I think, I think it's kind of like a subconscious is that they just don't seem real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Most times they don't seem real. You know, Tiger has shown he is real. He's shown he's human, uh, both with his failures and, and his successes, actually, and kind of his personality that's evolved recently but this really humanizes a person a guy that looks has been called at times robotic right uh, now in in and that scene uh looks like a a really bad car accident uh out there in california so it does grab you you know sure, i mean it, it kind of is like whoa uh what's going on here and i think because we've seen tragedy your your mind goes to the worst like you see that if somebody's just clicking on twitter and they see that picture or yeah. you click on the news you see that picture you're like whoa you know, before you even know exactly what happened. That's why I do credit Steinberg for coming out and saying pretty quickly, you know, some at least giving a statement uh, that happened relatively quickly, mm-hmm. at least in the news cycle way of things, uh, because you'd have all sorts of speculation right now over the, the you know, the last half hour since this news broke. Uh, and you're already going to get a lot of speculation um, as well. well. Keep you posted on the latest on Tiger Woods. Uh, obviously, a dominating story, uh, but that is all we know right now. Multiple leg injuries in surgery, and uh, we'll see if the camp gives any updates. I would think information would be very slow moving on this front when it comes to a Tiger Woods. And I'd also warn everybody to be a little bit careful about all the rumors and speculation and everything else that go out there on social media. Now, I heard this, or this guy heard this. Uh, I got to be very careful of that kind of stuff. Uh, when it comes to uh, Tiger Woods and this latest uh, incident and the car accident out there in uh, California. What's going on in the football world today? We'll talk a little bit about Zach Ertz, who's gone for, going to be gone from Philadelphia. Yeah. Obviously, Jags and Tyler Eifert. No, you surprised at all with the Eifert stuff? No, no. I mean, not even close. You know, I mean, you know, I think he underachieved a little bit while in Jacksonville here. Um, obviously, he's, he's on the back nine of his career, and I think that the Jaguars are in, in the market for a more dynamic playmaking tight end. Here's the thing. I actually don't know what I expected from Tyler Eifert. 
Mm-hmm. I, I think staying healthy, which he did for a majority of the year, mm-hmm. I thought was big. Uh, I remember he, I mean, the nice catch over the middle, a couple of them, actually. I, I thought he did an okay job. Like, I didn't expect him to get back to Pro Bowl form. I, I'm not sure many people did. I, they knew it was a little bit risky. Uh, coming in here and, and because again, he had a very, very hard time staying healthy in his career. Uh, recently he had with Cincinnati. Yeah. You know, so I, I also am not surprised to see him go, but I think this is a, this is just a story that won't go away in Jacksonville. And that is what are they doing at tight end? How are they going to get production at tight end? Like I almost get tired of talking about it because I don't know what the solution is. You know, I know your solution. Go get Kyle Pitts. That is my <laughs> solution. Uh, yeah, but that's not as easy. They would if they could, right? If they would if it's easier. It's not, okay? That's not an easy solution. Go get Hunter Henry. Well, he might get tagged. Yeah. You can't do that. Did you see what he said, too? Who, Henry? That, yeah, that he, he wants to play in a place that has an elite quarterback. Well, okay, we got one. Okay. Um, done. Yeah, I mean, we checked that box now, man. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, the... Uh, <laughs> I mean, we do. All right. Yeah. Got it. Got it. You're going to call the dude the media hasn't touched the field yet. That's fine. Let's get it, man. Let's uh-huh. get it. That's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. He basically, I want to go to the Jets. I get it. Correct. Um, correct. The, <laughs> I, listen, I don't know about Josh Oliver. I'm a, I'm a sunshine and rainbows guy. They yeah. invested a third round pick in him. The guy has not been healthy. And I think that's unfortunate for him, you know? Mm-hmm. And so therefore we label him as a bust and he's going to get the, like the Marquis Lee kind of treatment. And it's just the way it goes. And he's going to have to stay healthy for somebody to turn that narrative around because we have no idea what to expect from him. I, I could sit here and tell you, Hey, they're excited. I don't even know if they were excited about Josh Oliver internally. I don't think they ever got a chance to see him enough well, internally. Well, let's be honest, regardless of what he does this up and coming season, I don't think he's going to be starting off that every down tight end, right? No we're way. using the running game as well. So there is still a need there for that run blocking tight end as well. Yeah. Well, you, basically they have to revamp the tight end room again. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have Josh Oliver, Oliver, that might be this like kind of mystery piece. That's fine. But you have to revamp whether it's Fryermuth or, or, or Pitts or, uh, you know, or Hunter Henry or, uh, Janu Smith. You know, it's any of these guys, you have to go get tight ends. Like, I'm to the point, this is why I didn't mind the Tyler Eifert signing. And I don't think this was a failure of his signing. I think he had, like, 39 catches or 35. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. That's, again, I wasn't expecting him to be Travis Kelsey. If you were, that's on you. Because I don't think the Jags were either. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they basically have to kick the tires and spin the carousel on the tight end until it stops and hits on a good place. Like I, I, I look at the tight end spot for the Jags like, like a slot machine in Vegas, man. Mm. I mean, you just keep turning that lever and spending the money until you hit, and well, makes you yeah. feel good because they just have not been successful. We can talk about Mercedes Lewis, love Mercedes Lewis. That ain't helping you these days. Uh, and and even Mercedes Lewis probably gets elevated a little bit in terms of how good he was because they just haven't had anything relatively good. Yeah. So, and I think Mercedes was a very good player, but. I mean, he's like the best. He's like the standard that the Jags have. They need some help, and we we say this all the time, that all the good teams seemingly have it. Yeah. Uh, And so that does lead us down to Zach Ertz. Is Zach Ertz a better option than a Tyler Eifert type that they brought in at this stage of his career? Yeah, I mean, listen, obviously Zach Ertz, he's had some injuries, but in terms of addressing the tight end position, um, I think Zach Ertz can do that. Now, you know how I feel about it. 
overall, I'm going Kyle Pitts because let's be honest, the way the NFL works right now, there's about 20 teams in this league that have a tight end problem. All right, and I think Kyle Pitts solves that for you. Now, does he even go past the, past the top 10? I'm not sure, but I'll be honest. I watched Noah Fant run a 4-5 last year, and when I say a 4-5, I don't mean a 4-5-9 or a 4-5-8. I mean a legit 4-5, and I thought he was going top 15. Like, like I was number 20, I think it was. So. While it's not the wrong possibility, I'm going Kyle Pitts. But if Zach Ertz, uh, let's be, I, I read uh, an article with Mike, or uh, was it Mark K or Mike K? And I'm messing it up because there's so many K's going around there. Mike K, yeah. So, so, yeah, exactly. I've heard of him too. So, Mike K out of Philly um, said that it's probably going to cost a fourth round pick and then just take on uh, Zach Ertz' contract, which obviously the Jaguars can take on the contract. A fourth round pick, the Jaguars wouldn't even sniff, you know, they wouldn't even frown at to say. So I think Zach Ertz is a name that's definitely intriguing, but once again, you have to ask, is it a right fit for him to come here? Yeah, he's going to have options. Uh, tight end's a needy spot, you know, and uh, i trying to think how old, how old is Zach Ertz. Born in 90, that would be, what, 31. So he's been terrific. Uh, I, here's the deal. You can have Kyle Pitts. Who's going to have Zach Ertz? Yeah. I can have Josh Oliver. They sure. got plenty of room in the room. They do. <laughs> yeah. It's not a one-person per- solve the issue problem at the tight end spot. Correct. You need multiple players. That's the – again, I think we could sit here and say defensive tackle is the biggest area of need. Tight end continues to be the biggest area of need mm-hmm. because you just don't have anything. Like, you have nothing you can rely on at the tight end spot. We'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Austin Lane. I want you to put yourself in Leonard Fournette's shoes. Probably a little bigger shoes than you're rocking right now. Huh? Shocker, you're wearing sandals, and that's all good, though. Brent Martineau. Well, you, you are, too. You they're are. just like, <laughs> I mean, they're just like, look I like I might vans. as well be. I might as well be. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. I spoke to him, and he was just seeing like how how like locked in I was to 11, and I told him that I was locked in, and he was like, "That's cool, bro, because I'm probably gonna switch anyway." So it went really well, and he's just a cool guy. I mean, like he didn't try to press me or anything like that. He asked me very. Um, respectfully and i just appreciate him for that Uh, i think that he's a great dude because lots of guys with his status like they would come in and they would like demand and stuff like that so i just think that he's a really great dude and i get to keep 11 so it was a win for me what kind of status does carson wentz have i mean what are we doing here why should Carson Wentz have that much status? That was Pittman. Are you getting number 11? Yeah. Uh, because he's going to be throwing the football? And I feel like anybody that throws me the football from wide receiver, I try to take care of and make happy? Yeah, I guess. I mean, whatever. Does that, does that answer your question? So you're already saying there's going to be a chemistry problem? Listen, no, I, no, I not at all. I'm answering the question. I feel like if, if you listen, if you're a second-year receiver... Well, you still have a lot well, to and prove. And that's fair, by the way, the second-year yeah. part. And we'll see what happens with T.Y. Hilton and, and, and some of the other guys, but you're probably going to have an expanded role this up-and-coming year. And your success, your next contract, depends on how well the quarterback does and how much you get the football. 
And if that guy's coming in and he wants your number, you know what? I might take offers, let's just say. Well, yeah, I think offers are always good. I was surprised we had Jimmy Luck on. He said about $20,000 sometimes. I thought we would go for more than that. Yeah, Yeah. I'd be surprised. Because Carson Wentz now, in in fairness, he does have a brand. Yeah. Right? Yep. And so... I, I would See, you maybe protect the brand. I I don't know if number eleven matters to him at all. Like again, no, I'm because, not a numbers I mean, guy, but I always seem to have sixteen or seven or like I had similar numbers when I played. But like he was just given that number at North Dakota State. That's what so, I heard. Yeah, yeah so I mean, he's got a brand to protect on it. A yeah, bit, right? even yeah. so, yeah. If I'm Pittman, I'm like, oh, you want number eleven? Well, I know you got a pretty nice contract. Um, how much it gonna cost? You know, how much I you willing to give? And once again, I can't stress this enough. You know, to be starting on the wrong foot and demand that the quarter, <laughs> the guy that's gonna be throwing you the football, uh, and you're gonna have all your success from this guy, I wouldn't push the envelope too much. But I don't think Carson Wentz really cares about the number eleven. Pittman seems to be good with it. Everything's good in Indianapolis. Did it say what number he's gonna be? Uh, I don't think it has. Sure Eighteen. Eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. Yeah. Uh, I just I find it funny. I get it. Okay, I get the number thing. Yeah, I, really yeah, yeah. I, I get there's respect amongst players. I just don't like how much should we respect Carson Wentz? Like if sir, I, I, I keep making this comparison. I'm apologies for it. But okay. if if Blake Bortles, right? <laughs> just hear me out. Okay. If Blake Bortles in 2000 and before they re-signed him, sure, had gotten traded, yeah, to or halfway through two eight 2018, he gets traded to, I don't know, Carolina. Okay. 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 Do you think somebody, if if they had number five, and Carolina would be like, oh yeah, I got to give it to Blake Bortles. Like did, he's really earned. I mean, Blake Bortles has earned a lot. Did number. Blake Bortles almost win an MVP award? Would Blake Man, Bortles have won an MVP award? You are stuck get hurt? on this half a year that Carson. Everybody's stuck on this half a year that Carson Wentz played good football. No, I'm not stuck on the half year that he played good football. I'm stuck on the numbers that he put up. I'm stuck on the ceiling that he accomplished when he was playing his best football. Go find me that year. Please. Of Carson Wentz? Yep. All right, man. I just want to know how many games it was because I do forget. Like, I forget. Yeah, you uh, do. It was like a 10-game, 12-game stretch. Like that. Uh, every, now, I mean, so Tim Tebow see. should be in the Hall of Fame based on 12 games. Very I mean, cool. Uh, his second year, it was 13 games. He went 11-2, and two, threw 33 touchdowns and seven interceptions. That was did, very good. Did Blake Bortles games. do that? Uh, no, nah, his stretch was about seven games. Okay. Of excellent play. He was, okay. he was the best and quarterback listen, in the month of December like, that same year. Yeah, yeah. And listen, like, I'm standing up for the small school guy in Carson Wentz, but like, I'm not a Carson Wentz, like, defender or anything. Like, I don't want to die on a Carson Wentz hill. I'm just saying the good that I saw from Carson Wentz back in 2017, I, I think, I think it earns you something. Yeah. I, I really do. Yeah. 13 games earns you number for life. Okay, well, I, th- I think it earns you more than Blake Bortles. Yeah, you know what? I think if Carson Wentz played around here and he went to the beach bars, I bet he gets all the free drinks that he wants more than Blake Bortles. <laughs> and just so a, there you go. A half a shot more. All right. Uh, I mean, I, listen, I, I just I don't know what Carson Wentz has earned going in. I, I guess that's my that's a, it was an interesting comment that Pittman made. He obviously in Pittman's mind didn't earn a number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mm-hmm. mean, so. I mean, whether he's going to be catching passes, whether he's a young guy, shouldn't be staking claim to that, whether he's sure to try to sell it. The fact that with a guy like his status, like his status what? Because people talk about him all the time, usually in a bad way, that he hasn't lived up to what he was supposed to be. Sure. Oh, I think because, I mean, your quarterback, too, has something to do with it. Yeah. I, I mean, so. I mean, make no mistake. You have automatic like, status as a QB. You definitely have automatic status. It's a double standard. And I'm not sure how the captains are going to shake out, but I assume that Carson Wentz is going to be on the short list to be a captain of the Indianapolis Colts next year. 
Or this up-and-coming season, yeah, I guess I think, you would say. Yeah, that's fair. So right? so that means something as well. Yeah. I, I do think there's an automatic to that, right? I yeah. mean, Gardner Minshew was a captain yeah. this past year yeah. uh, for the Jags. So, well, uh, was Bortles a captain? Uh, Bortles was a captain, Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I, I think that was 17. It might have been 18. Okay. Uh, but he was one of the years he was a captain. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, I, I agree with that part. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm not a Carson Wentz hater. It sounds like you are well, a little I know. bit. Well, I just think some of the stuff on Wentz is carried away. Like, I, I think I've proven that. I think it's uh, it's a bit carried away, like this, these assumptions on Wentz. But yet, I don't think people are making the same assumptions on Goff, and he's had a very – like, you can take my man Blake out of the way, okay? But <laughs> Goff has gone to a Super Bowl and has won playoff games and has the same numbers as Carson Wentz. You know, I don't think he gets the benefit of the doubt at all in this. Like, there's nobody talking about him like people talk about Wentz. Is it seriously just because of that 13-game stretch? No. Like, nobody's seen Goff play – to that ability? No, absolutely not. I think the problem with Jared Goff is that people feel like Jared Goff, the reason why he was so good was because of the system. Yeah. People expect Jared Goff to go to Detroit now and say, all right, so guess what? You don't have McVay's system anymore. You don't have a, a fantastic wide receiver core, per se. Now let's see how you do. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's still, to me, there's still uncertainty about Jared Goff because you get the sense that he's been a, quote, unquote, I know it's going to take everybody off, a system quarterback, yeah. as opposed to being kind of like that game record that you're supposed to be. Well, and listen, and I don't disagree with that. Like, yeah. I have questions and curiosities about Jared Goff. Like, I'm not all in on Goff. Yeah. I just don't think there's much difference between Goff and and Wentz. Like, I think the numbers show that. I actually think Goff is much more proven mm-hmm. in terms of going to a Super Bowl, winning multiple playoff games as a starting quarterback. Uh, and I do credit McVay. Like, I, yeah. it, it's just amazing to me the perception of some of the talk Based on the fact that the reunion, the reunion between Wentz and and Reich, mm-hmm. in one bucket, and then the departure of McVeigh and Goff, and so we're putting like, okay, well, Goff's gonna probably struggle. Oh, Wentz <laughs> back with Reich. Oh, he's gonna be great again. You know, it's just yeah. really that's the perception. I understand not everybody's saying that, but it just feels like that with Carson Wentz, and he does go to a very good team. He's in a better situation than Goff in Detroit, yeah. so that's fair too. Um, but I will, at least for now, until I see it, continue to say I really don't see much. And we have a little bit of a bet on this. Yeah, and and by the way, it's not like I don't think you've said I think Carson Wentz is going to return to MVP form and he's going to be a threat to win the MVP nope. and Indianapolis is going to win the Super Bowl. I just really see a very minimal difference and maybe even less of one with Phillip Rivers going to Indianapolis and how he impacts the football team and Carson Wentz. Although the it, whoa, whoa, no, no, you can't say that. That's not the bet. The the bet was is that when Carson Wentz comes to Indianapolis, there's not going to be a drop-off of quarterback play. It's going to be the exact same numbers. And you thought that Carson Wentz was going to be below Phillip Rivers. That's what I just said. Okay, but you're making it sound like they're not going to skip a beat. Like, it's going to be the same thing. No, no, no. What I'm trying to say is the perception is that Carson Wentz is going to elevate their team much more than Rivers did. Okay. Like, nobody was all – everybody's like, well, Rivers, uh, we'll see what Rivers shows yeah, up. Yeah, it was, it was the right? big we'll see. And that was the we'll see as he lost it. And, like, so the perception was more it felt like the, the betting odds were that he didn't have it anymore. Correct, yeah. Uh, yet – Wentz, who's proven really nothing in the last couple of years, mm-hmm. there's the betting odds seem like he's going to refine, he's going to find it again. Yeah. You know, which, and that's all I'm saying. Like, I got you. I, and I'm betting against that. You're right. I'm betting against the, I bet for Phillip Rivers, yep. and I'm going to get a bet, bet against Carson Wentz here. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like the perception is totally different uh, I mean, in that regard. All right. So 2019, so not last year, but the, the previous year. 
4,000 yards, 27 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. Like, am I crazy or is that not that bad? No, that's pretty good. Well, that was, two, that was like 2019. Did did that he, was 16. Oh, you made it through the whole year there. Yeah, that was literally two years ago. So they didn't make the playoffs that year? Nine and, they went 9-7. and seven. I must have just yeah. missed. Yep. Because he's never started a playoff game. Yeah. So he must have just missed. Or did he... Yeah, because no, when, when was the... He's never no, started a playoff game. No, come on. Think. No, that, that was... No, because when was the double doink year? That was the year. I Wasn't thought it? Foles played in the double doink year. Maybe. Okay, maybe right then. 2017, that would have been? 18. 18, I'm sorry. 18 was yeah. the year the Chicago defense was really good. Okay, right? gotcha. And then the double doink year happened because, again, Winston finished the season. Yeah. And then Foles came in. They they got hot in December again with Foles. Yeah. And, and they needed that no, last it game says, against the no, Texans. So, That's right. No, the, the double doink was January 6, 2019. Okay, but that's the 18th yeah, season. Yeah, 18th season. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So so what happened was Wentz actually made it through 19. They go 9-7, yes. and seven, but they missed the playoffs. Correct. Yeah. And then, okay. But so you're then, right. That's not a bad year at all. 27. I mean, heck. No. Anybody would take that. 27-7, 4,000 yards. And then back in 2018, he only played in 11 games, had over 3,000 yards, 21 touchdowns, and 7 receptions. So there you go. Take Take that for what you want. Once yeah. again, here I am dying on the Carson Wentz hill, which you was are a hill a I didn't want to die on. Listen, and again, I'm now I'm not really rooting for him to be like an MVP because then that would play bad against Jacksonville here. Um, but I, I'm a Carson Wentz fan. I, I think Philly probably should have kept him, to be honest with you, and yeah. tried to resurrect his career and not give up so soon. Mm-hmm. I, again, I just feel like. Getting out of people put way too much into change of scenery sometimes and reunions with coaches. This is true. I don't know if it's as simple as that. I think we've seen a lot of stories where we thought it could get back together uh, and it could work and it might even been a hint of it working. I mean, I'll give you Cam Newton. Okay, Cam Newton this year. People had given up on Cam Newton yeah. for the most part. Cam yeah. Newton comes in in the first three or four weeks, but especially like the first couple when he went to Seattle, mm-hmm. it was like, holy cow, Cam, <laughs> yeah. how yeah. did the, the Patriots did it again? Yeah, they yeah, got yeah. this bargain of a deal. Yeah. Throws for 400 yards, should have beat Seattle on that night, goes toe-to-toe with Russell Wilson, and then Cam Newton was back to Cam Newton. Sure. And now we wonder if Cam Newton really should ever start again in the NFL. Of course. Right? Yes. So And, I, and, and now he's getting made fun of by kids yeah. at his own football <laughs> camp. At his own football camp. That's my cautionary tale of getting a little wrapped up before we see a guy come out of whatever funk he is in. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, Cam's situation totally different than, than Wentz's, but both were in a funk. Sure. No, and, listen, l- last year for Carson Wentz was bad. Yeah. It was, it looked like he, I've said it before, it appeared that he had the yips. Okay. And this is coming from a guy who watched Joel Stave play at Wisconsin, who actually was clinically like the, the, the doctor said he had the yips. All right. The doctor said he the had doctor the said yips. he had the yips. If the okay? doctor said might you been, had the yips, you're screwed. It might have been the same doctor from, <laughs> from LA who was, you know, puncturing lungs. Not sure how good the doctor was, but the, but the diagnosis and he had all the symptoms because I watched every game that year. He had the yips. Okay. And that's what Carson Wentz looked like last year. So can he overcome that change of scenery? We'll see, but let's be honest. It really can't get as bad as it was last year for Carson Wentz. Uh, real quick, uh, we were talking tight ends, okay, because Zach Ertz and it kind of got us yes. onto the win- all this stuff. Uh, we, we're, it's a winding story <laughs> here in Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 on a Tuesday. But here's what the Jags have in their tight end room. James O'Shaughnessy, uh, although he's a free agent as well. I think that's what red means on here. So I don't know if they'll bring him back. I mean, they've gotten some good play out of James, but also battled injuries. Um Eifert doesn't sound like he's coming back. They have Josh Oliver. They have Tyler Davis, who they did draft. Now, again, yeah. I'm, I'm not 
all in on that, but we'll see. And Eric Saubert and Ben Ellison. I mean, Austin Lane, they really have nothing at the tight end position. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Austin Lane for tight end, and I was getting excited for a second. I, would, I played in high school. I'd advocate it. Oh, thank you, man. You, you can talk to somebody. Well, Dave's gone. <laughs> your, your, your homie's gone. Let's be honest here. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure I, you guys are sharing beers, you know, hanging out at, at the country clubs, oh, but he's gone. You have some connections. I have connections? Just make it happen. Hey, well, I could have connections, but probably in Detroit. So, hey, TJ Hawkinson, move over, man. By the way. What's up? I mean, you have... What's up? What, Tony Khan's bringing, like, Shaq to AEW. Brad, you can't, you can't text news. Tony Khan, say, I want to try out a tight end. Uh, that's a good point. Hey, hey, Tony, here's my analytics. Yeah. By the way, I was asked to cover that event tomorrow, but I couldn't because I got training, unfortunately. But uh, somebody reached out to me and asked me if I would cover the Shaquille O'Neal appearance. Why didn't they ask me? Like, we are allowed to cover it? Somebody want to tell Brent? Can well, you No, that? no, no, no. Hey, 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 hey. It's not we anything. It's you. I. You're the only one invited. I. Yeah, it's I. And, so, I, and I'm sorry. Hey, go WWE. Brent. <laughs> Brent, I have a reputation to uphold, and now you're ruining it. Hey, you, you're going to drag my name through I the mud. Thought, I thought we were partners. We are partners. Well, then give me, give me your Elimination Chamber breakdown from this past <laughs> Sunday, then. Let's uh, go. You got to earn it, Brent. Yeah. <laughs> you got anything? Is that AEW? No, elimination. Oh, hey. We're good. Yeah, well, hey, we're all set here. Appreciate it. Yeah, you're not going tomorrow with questions like that. I know who Shaq is. You know who Shaq is. That's <laughs> for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> we'll be back. What is that whole story? We'll, we'll, it's crazy. We'll talk yeah. about it next. Action Sports Shaq's on ESPN 690. I feel a TNT connection. <laughs> Hey, the big sports story, uh, Tiger Woods in a single car crash, and it looks to be a bad one. Uh, his agent saying multiple leg injuries in surgery, and that's all we know. Uh, I, I wish they would say non-life-threatening injuries, but that was not part of the statement. Uh, although if you think it's multiple leg injuries, it seemed far-fetched that anything too much further, but we're just guessing at that and speculating on that so all what we know is single car accident multiple leg injuries uh in california and that's it and he's in surgery so i uh, will continue to keep you updated on what is now the dominating big story in not only just sports but tiger woods transcends sports in a big time way this is the lead story of probably every newscast in america coming up here at four including our own on uh Fox 30 and CBS 47. Brett Martin, Austin Lane, Coos, Stuart Weber checks in. Want to get to Shaq and, and wrestling in a moment. But while we have Weber, there's a bunch of high school events coming up tonight. And uh, we will be all over the place with Action Sports Jacks. Have it for you on TV, CBS 47 and Fox 30 later tonight. But too many to get, Weber. Too many. In a, in a well-worded tweet the other day, you, you asked, why can't we spread these out a little bit? Uh, and it's a very valid question. So tonight... On the uh, soccer pitch, you have both boys and girls regional finals, basically a state quarterfinal. And of the state quarterfinals all across the entire state, like 10 of them are happening in our area. So mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of games, both on the boys and girls side. So we'll make a couple appearances at those. And then you also have boys basketball regional semifinals. So second round of the playoffs, uh, round of 32, if you will. That's happening as well tonight with some some pretty good local matchups in that, too. Obviously, uh, Paxson at West Nassau is going to be awesome uh, just with the star power of that one. And then you got another Jackson and Bishop Snyder matchup. They met in the district championship. Now they go again. But this one, winner goes home. Or winner moves on. Loser goes home. So right, here's lots of good games everywhere. 
the frustration for us in TV land, and I honestly don't know the answer to this. We love to get local sports. Of course. And we, we've, I think we had like 20, probably about 20 in the last couple of weeks, high school games on, okay, um, from all different sports. And so the more you can get, the better. And this is the winter sports season. This is playoff time. We're down the nitty-gritty. Final four, in fact, in, in girls' hoops coming up later this week. Three teams made it there, by the way. But do they have to put everything on Tuesday? Like, does it have to be a Tuesday-Friday thing? And, like, again, I, I'm saying this without being critical to the FHSAA. It might not matter to them that we're trying to cover it. The newspaper stuff, if people cover it that, uh, you know, guys like Clayton Freeman, and there's probably enough space to list all the scores, Right. Uh, now, he's only going to go to one game if he's yeah. going to cover it like that, maybe do a front story on it. Um, radio stations, quite frankly, aren't sitting there going to it. But the TV stations I know in town try to get as many events. I, I just I don't understand why they couldn't put boys and girls soccer on like a Monday and Wednesday or a Monday, Tuesday and a Wednesday or a Tuesday and a Wednesday. Like, is, is that a doable thing? Can we petition to do this? And I don't know if other people around the state are trying to cover it like we cover it. I would assume they are. All the other markets are having the exact same problem we are tonight where they have way too many games going on at once. Uh, Certainly tends to be an issue. I especially feel for, like, parents who maybe have a kid in both sports. Not that that ever happens. No, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen, right? No, never. Uh, But, you know. That's my kid's fault, though. They play baseball and softball. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's you and Steph's fault yeah, for I mean, having twins that are boy and a girl. Well, Brent, you should have got them in wrestling or something. Come on, man. Well, then they could have been in the same yeah. venue. That's on you, Brent. Would have uh, been in the same venue with that. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, it has a lot to do with just the way the schedules are put together and all that. But. Well, because here's the biggest thing, right? You, yeah. you need some days between soccer. Yes. Right? Soccer, you're not going to run it on back-to-back days, most likely. But my my thought is if we can help put more of the soccer teams on, the local soccer teams on in, in – the area, yeah. then we could do girls tonight on Tuesday, and we have like five games to get to, and we're still not going to get to them all. Yeah. But then we do the boys on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and so then they play again on Friday and Saturday, right? So, I mean, is that really that – does that upset the scheduling that much when it gets to the state level and funnels all down? I think – I the, don't know. I'll throw this out. I think the thought process is that by the time you get to this level – you're not going to have as many teams from each individual area in there. We just have some really good teams. I guess so. I mean, we have we a have lot. so many teams that are competing like, in these we regional have finals. Fourteen events going on tonight, in, yeah. in, and that doesn't count spring sports. Like I'm talking, which about, by the way, the Heritage Classic tonight as well. Rains and Rebolt playing down at the baseball ground, which is very cool. And yeah, that's been that was rescheduled, rescheduled a yeah, couple times. So, but we're not even talking <laughs> about like in basketball. We're going to West Nass or Snyder. Say mm-hmm. we're counting that as one game to get even though they're playing jackson which is a local team so like a lot of the basketball stuff is all local versus local yeah. uh, at this stage anyway I'm, I'm not really complaining i'm just looking for a better solution because what we're going to do is we're going to get the complaints uh, from we'll be like why didn't you put us on can't make everybody happy here's the key soccer teams <laughs> if you see my camera or marcel's camera do something good now's the time to score <laughs> yeah. Yep. We don't have a lot of time to waste. Score Soccer makes that difficult. Score so when the camera is there. Basketball, really easy. Yeah. I can get three buckets. I can get out. 
Soccer, going to need some help. I'll Story. give you, you have to like, like a giant sign or like even like a giant score billboard. now. No, no, we'll put it on the action sports like vehicle where you pull up all of a sudden there's like music. It's coming now. Here comes the action sports vehicle. <laughs> yeah. You got like five <laughs> minutes. Get ready. Yeah, something like that. That's a good idea. That's a good idea right there. I'll tell you, I'll give you, I'll give you one more behind the, the business type thing. We're in a ratings period, right? So they're okay. not going to give more than our normal time to sports. They just won't yeah. on the newscast. Sure. So we can actually cover more tonight than we can show in our sportscast. Yeah. And we might still we'll throw some on the web. social media. Yeah. Yeah. But like we seriously could cover more. We just don't have the time for it in our newscast sure. because they're not going to give us more time. Yeah. So it's it's a it might be like just an uh, us problem. Yeah. Like I don't I know nobody else really cares. But the bottom well, line is I think the end result of us talking about is we want to put the kids on TV. Like this the kids like to be on yeah. TV. So well, let's try to thing. get them on TV but, more. But like don't blame the ratings. Though. So at the end of the day, you guys have the final say of who gets aired and who doesn't get aired in that short amount of make time. Good, make good plays, so, guys. How yeah. many games are we going through tonight? How many how many highlights of games will we have? You think between five and ten? Game what games? games? We'll get to like eight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Watch CBS 47, yeah. Fox 30 tonight. Yeah. yeah. And maybe throw like a crazy celebration. Maybe really up the up the ante. Maybe get on TV. Throw a crazy celebration if you score a goal. Just saying. Yeah, oh, maybe not. I like, I like backflips. Against the rules. Backflips. Yeah. Can you celebrate in high school soccer? Yeah. Can you do like a celebration? You know what I'm saying? You can give a quick one. As okay. long as you know, it's not long and drawn out in somebody's no. face. Just, I want choreographed celebrations, everybody. One, quick, one advocated for Super a backflip celebration. One quick, red card coming tonight. One quick little backflip's not going to kill anybody. I'm just saying, if we're unless it don't land, I don't know. And he doesn't land it. Yeah, well. it's bad. I'm going to feel really bad about that. All, All right, right. good luck to everybody out there tonight. Yeah. We'll be as many places as we can, Score and lots of goals. and uh, we'll continue to follow all the local teams throughout the uh, playoffs and the winter sports to come. We'll be right back. Uh, we will talk Shaq and wrestling on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Then a little behind the scenes of scouting on the way in the 4 o'clock hour as well. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.